This is the Rich Eisen Show. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown. Kansas City. And the Chiefs kingdom has started its own history class. The Rich Eisen Show. I don't think I'd be the quarterback that I am if I didn't have Coach Reed being the, my head coach. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. Plus, latest news and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Super Bowl 58 is in the books. Boys, there are lots to talk about, as we did with Chris Long of Greenlight Pod in hour number one. Daniel Jeremiah, my colleague from the NFL Network and NFL Media Group, will join us with his two cents on the Super Bowl. And, of course, Start to turn the page because this is now going to be the year, part of the year where I spend an obscene amount of time with him at the combine, the draft, and in between. So all 32 teams are now on the clock. We all know the order as well for the draft in Detroit. Um, phone calls, 844-204-RICH is right. the number to dial here on the program. Um, we start hour number two on January 23rd, 2022. Well, why do we do that? It was the night the Buffalo Bills took the lead in Arrowhead in a divisional game. And with 13 seconds to go, Patrick Mahomes looked dead to rights. It appeared that Mahomes would get got again in an AFC championship game at home, just like Brady got him in his first year. It looks like Josh Allen was going to do it. We all know that didn't happen because the Chiefs kicked a field goal to force overtime, won the toss, got the toss, marched down the field, and Josh Allen, who had one of the best games by a quarterback in playoff history, not lying, sat there and watched as an eight-play, 75-yard drive in overtime wrapped things up for the Kansas City Chiefs. A bunch of people who were in the power seats, the National Football League Competition Committee and membership said, we need to do something about this. We need to change the overtime rules for the playoffs. And they got together in the competition committee meeting rooms in Florida and in Indianapolis and went to the owners' meeting and presented it. And owners said, yes, we will change the rules. And from now on, what will happen is both teams will be assured of a possession in an overtime game in the postseason, even if the first possession of the overtime results in a touchdown. The other team will have a chance to match. And sure enough, we had not seen a playoff game go to overtime until last night. And fittingly enough, it involved the Kansas City Chiefs. And... Remarkably, the decision as to what to do if you win the coin toss of the overtime. Do you keep the ball or do you kick it off? Because there's a lot of strategy behind both decisions. That decision was placed in the hands of the man whose decisions on play calling and moments needing to be met in the playoffs, had been questioned for years. 
that decision fell in the hands of Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Go figure that. Niners win the toss and elect to receive. Now, I kind of digged the decision when I heard that from my seat in Allegiant Stadium last night because Mahomes and the Chiefs had just wrapped up regulation with a game-tying field goal drive. 11 plays, 64 yards. And had gotten so much positive momentum towards the end of that drive, they had a shot at the end zone. And I was kind of surprised they only took one shot at the end zone. Me too. Six seconds. There six. was six seconds left. And I guess Andy Reid's like, I'm yeah. not going to run the risk of, I thought that of too. some sort of weird stuff. or I thought the same thing. Or a turnover. They could have won it with no time left. And they kicked a field goal to tie the game and send it into overtime. And I kind of understood, like, we're not going to give the ball to Patrick Mahomes to start. Because our defense just got gashed after we took the lead. But that's not the decision-making philosophy or the philosophy behind behind the decision that was made by Shanahan. He made the decision based on the fact that under the new overtime rules, which a lot of people apparently didn't know, including a lot of his own players uh, and and the guy who caught the game-ending touchdown pass, Nicole Hardman, who said, I guess he, he said he blacked out, but Mahomes said he didn't know the rule. He's like, hey, man, we just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> he didn't know that it ended the game. And a lot of people apparently thought that if the Chiefs didn't get the snap off towards the end of the first overtime, that was going to be the end of the game. They, they only get one overtime period. No. It's the playoffs. You could go into a second overtime. Right. And so on and so forth. The second overtime had the Chiefs just kicked that field goal. That would have been a sudden death situation, which is the point of keeping the ball first. By keeping the ball first, you set the agenda. Your defense knows what you need to hold the opponent to. And if there's a matching of your score you now get the first possession of sudden death overtime. So you could just march down the field, kick a field goal, and end it. The only problem with that decision is once you put your score on the board, or maybe lack of score, you are now allowing your opponent to know exactly what they have to do. There's no choice in the matter. Certainly when they're, they're on their side of the field, they have to match or if they want to, exceed. But in terms of on their side of the field, they now have every down at their possession because they're going to go for it on fourth down if they need to match your score. They're going to go on fourth down and distance regardless in their own end zone or in their own end of the field. And Mahomes and the Chiefs did on a fourth and one from deep in their own end. I mean... You think they would have gone for it on fourth and one from their own 34 if they if they had the first possession in overtime? Of course not. You don't think. Who knows in this crazy world? And 
Shanahan's getting blown up for this today. Because you allowed Mahomes to know exactly what he needed to do. This is what Shanahan said about his philosophy after the game. Uh, it's just something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we felt it was in our hands after that. So, and, and I get it. I totally get it. We've been talking about this yeah, I get it. for a year and a half. Once this new rule change came into being, we had John Harbaugh of the Ravens on top of April of 2022. They had just changed the rule. We had Harbaugh on pre-draft to just chop it up with him. And I started asking him, like, what would your philosophy be if you have a decision to take the ball first under these new rules or give the ball to your opponent first, you get it second. I even asked him, is it possible you'd win the toss and kick it off to your opponent in the same way that everybody now second-guessing Kyle Shanahan says he should have done? This is what Harbaugh had to say. It is a possibility, Rich. I think that's something that it, it does become more viable of an option, no doubt. Although I still think having possession first is is still going to what people are going to look at and say it's a plus because – if it's a high, two great quarterbacks, you know, if it's the Mahomes-Allen uh, type situation, both both offenses are going strong, both quarterbacks are playing strong. Uh, you know, it, if both teams score, then I'm still going to get the extra possession, and now it's going to be sudden death. So, you know, the, the Chiefs score, the, 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 the Bills come back and score. I still want to be the Chiefs. I want to have that third possession. So uh, I still think that's kind of going to be what people are going to be thinking about. But do you, isn't it a distinct advantage, though, for the offense – to get it second, because you'd never go for it. Well, I shouldn't say that, but, um, you, you know, it, it would be very rare for you to go for it in an overtime game, fourth and eight from your own, yeah. you know, 20. But you right. definitely are going to do that if you have to, right? Yeah. So isn't that I, a distinct advantage? That's such a good point. I mean, that's the point. Like, the, my argument on the whole thing is that that's why I'm not for it, you know. And, and even though our team voted for it, <laughs> they, they voted for it over my objection because I don't think it solves the problem. And the, you know, the only way to solve the possession, possession is nine-tenths of the law. It's the most important aspect of, of, of the game or anything. Uh, the only way to, this, we tried to mitigate it last year by, by, with field position, which is the two things, possession and field position. And that got three votes. So now we're just going to add possessions. And it's like, well, how many possessions are we going to add and when is it going to stop? And are we going to extend the game into the fifth quarter, the sixth quarter? You know, we're, and we keep tack, tacking plays on. So, you know, I'm not bashful about saying it to you. You're my friend. I love you. And I, I, I said it in front of the whole league. So, you know, I'm, I'm not for it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the answer. I think there's a, there'll be a better way to do it at some point in time. But we did have to do something. And I, I really respect Jeff Lurie, the Eagles, and some of the other teams that are really trying to do something to make it more fair. So uh, that's kind of where we're at with it. But this thing still is full of holes uh, in terms of, just extending, you know, adding more plays to the game, and really, what have you really solved? Well, I we almost totally had it. We have a <laughs> we on, we almost had a sixth quarter last night. But but in in a weird way, the new overtime rule didn't actually take place last night because the Niners kicked a field goal, right? And so the Chiefs under the under the regular of the rule how it was, the Chiefs would have got a chance to answer it anyway, which they would got and 
converted to win the game. But it still made the dis- even even the, but now you're looking at it in, in hindsight. Well, at the, the 49ers t- look at, at the it, time under the old rule, they would have taken the ball first anyway because he scored a touchdown, the game's over. So I don't think it really would have changed their play calling uh, inside the red zone anyway. They weren't going for it uh, on fourth down. You could tell because they ran the third down uh, and four pass play. They were setting up to try to get a first down on that play, not make it closer so they could go for it on fourth. But it, I, I totally know what you're saying. That's, that's hindsight. But from the very beginning, do you give the ball to Mahomes first so now you know exactly what you need to do to either win the game or tie the game and that's what Chris Jones said after the game that Andy Reid and the Chiefs had told him and the defense during the summer mm. to basically say, if we ever get in this situation, get ready because we're going to put you, the defense, out on the field first. Then we will know what we have to match. And if it's a touchdown, we're going to not only go and score the touchdown, we're going to go for two and end it. Amazing. <laughs> so that would have been the plan had... The Chiefs won the toss to start overtime in the same way that they had won the toss to start the game. And so that is the, the, the way that everyone is talking about it and looking at it now. I just wanted to put it out there because I didn't have a problem with Shanahan taking the ball first. I didn't. And as a matter of fact, you want to talk, and, and, and I understand that, that, that there's a lot of criticism of Shanahan's play calling. If there's any criticism of his play calling, it would have to be McCaffrey only touching it once after scoring the touchdown in a span of about an hour on the clock. Now, I understand that Kansas City had the ball towards the end, and then there's halftime, and they got the ball first, but they started throwing it in those possessions at yeah. the top of the third quarter. After, other the, than that, after the interception, too. Other right? than that, you know, not, they, were, they weren't playing to yeah. not to lose. At one When they got the go-ahead touchdown – and by the way, missing the extra point on that go-ahead touchdown oh, led to the girl. overtime possibility that actually hit and everything that happened here. I thought he had his Dan Campbell moment from the Kansas City 15. They went for it on fourth and three and threw it to Kittle yep. instead of tying the game with a field goal on the spot. Scored the touchdown, and if they had gone up 17-13, that would have changed the entire dynamic. They missed that extra point. Yep. They did not convert. That extra point, and man, was that a huge development. So, and and I thought Shanahan's play calling was terrific in that overtime. It was Chris Jones who just came free on third and four. Chris Jones saved the day because if you look at that play, a couple of guys were open. Purdy would have had his choice. So you just have to sometimes tip your cap to the Niners' defense, I mean, to the Chiefs' defense. And and then I guess, I mean, that Mahomes scramble he had on two. third and short. He had the fourth and one. Or, and Come then, on. Yeah. Well, the fourth and one carry was kind of just, let's see if Bosa crashes and then I'll pull it. Yeah. You know, if he, do, if he still, does. he had two big runs. The had, other one was that that was the backbreaker that put him in the red zone. yards rushing. I'm telling you, this is, you know, a comment a, a, like John Harbaugh and a lot of coaches would have gotten and taken the ball first, I think. The strategy makes sense. But you just saw last night how it all plays out. If you get the ball second, you got all four. You can play the game like Madden, like an eight-year-old well, plays you know, Madden. Well, you know you're going for it on fourth punting. down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You until, know it's four down. until, though, you get into the field goal scoring zone. Now you got to think about it. Now you got to think about it, which is why on that third and one, when Mahomes broke contain and put it in the red zone with his legs, 
That was a killer because if they were able to sack Mahomes there right. like they had done so many times during the game, yeah. been able to maybe lock down Kelsey and Rice like they did many times during the first half, if they were able to put the Chiefs in a position of saying, you, we're, are we going to go for it on fourth and short here in overtime? Down three when we got the butt kicker that can send this thing to a third possession. Now the Niners have the ball in sudden death, which is the point of why they kicked it off in overtime figuratively by taking the ball. You know, I thought a really wild scenario here is that if you're the Chiefs and the Niners are like, we'll take the ball. Do you go on sides and shock them, try and get the ball? Now it's sudden death, and all you need is a field goal to win it. And if you don't get it, well, then it's a short field, and you know the Niners will put up whatever points you need to know you have to beat anyway. You're getting the ball second. You know what you'll have to do. Sure, you're kind of coughing up the benefit of what almost happened, but a defensive holding bailed the Niners out of a hole to start overtime where they wound up in a third and long and it looked like they were going to punt and go three and out. Yeah, you're coughing up that opportunity to have your defense just go three and out, have a nice, quick defensive hold, get the ball, and now you're in a sudden death situation where you just a field goal will win it. You're kind of foregoing that when you attempt an onside kick. And we all know an onside kick in this day and age now is so very difficult odds-wise to pull it off. That's when people know it's coming. I was kind of thinking the, the other way. But the short doesn't matter is what I'm right. saying. I was thinking the other way. You kick the field goal, you go up three. Now the Chiefs are expecting you to kick off. You onside there, recover, game over. Well, I mean, now you're giving also Mahomes a short field to just tie the game or win it. Yeah, same situation. You're losing the momentum, too, after just scoring. There's just so many ways about this that I I, I was kind of, I'll be honest, I was kind of surprised, you know, when I I looked down at my phone heading to the airport and I'm reading all the, the conversation, like Shanahan blew it by, by taking the ball to start. I mean, there's two. There's a benefit to taking it, and there's a benefit to kicking it off. And unfortunately for the 49ers, they stalled inside the 10, and the Chiefs did not. And that's the end of it. It also just felt like throughout the whole game, the 49ers let the Chiefs hang around, hang around, hang well, around. That was I, my I mean, point, too, about the it, Shanahan play calling. If you want it to could have been 20 to 3, or they, they should have been up. Two or three scores had, throughout the whole game and weren't. When you have an opportunity to hold the Chiefs before and after halftime to just three points. Yeah, man, you should be killing them. That's exactly yeah. what you need to have happen. If you lose the toss and the Chiefs defer, you know what their, their, their gambit is here. Certainly, if they're behind like they were, they can come back quickly or they can boat race you by scoring on each side of halftime. And instead, they only got three. And then they, before halftime, and then they threw a pick because Bosa was everywhere and Mahomes forced it. He forced it and you get the interception, but then you go three and out and you lose yardage. And then you get the Chiefs again punting, then you go three and out again. 
That was the moment. That's where, when you're going against a team, and, and, and everybody thinks because the Chiefs were as vulnerable as they've ever been and as flawed as they've ever been in this dynastic run, that you still don't have to be on your P's and Q's and that any little mistake you make can be used against you by this dynastic team. Just because that dynastic team was so flawed that they don't immediately hit you back with the ultimate retort of a touchdown. But you still allow them to gather their steam. You're going to regret it. You've got to hit them with a staggering blow and potentially, dare I say, knockout punch. Then, then, otherwise you're letting stuff like what we're talking about in overtime happen. Yeah, and look, just opening drive of the game. The Niners get the ball. They march, march, march. They're going to score, if not a touchdown, at least three points. McCaffrey fumbles. We don't see it all year. I want to hit on that when we come back. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Still chopping up Super Bowl 58. That's what today is for. Don't go anywhere. Back with more on our show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. All right, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Our radio audience will return in a moment. So there's that. How are your seats? Um, in the in the end zone where everything ended. Oh, cool! That's awesome. You're about twenty uh, something yards up, and I uh, I took some pictures of the setup for I I I I I just geek out also on how remarkable. Everyone focuses on the, the 
the halftime show and what it sounds like, what it looks like, and all of that stuff. But I, I focus on how quickly they set it up. Yeah, in and out, yeah. Yeah, so this is exactly, as soon as as soon as soon both teams left at halftime, okay. there they are, there's a bunch of folks on the field just picking up, I guess, dirt or whatever's on the field, tape and whatever. So they, this was eight minutes and 40 seconds apart between the teams leaving and then Usher taking the field right there. And then this was after Usher leaves, and then five minutes and change later, the players are out there wow. warming up for the second half. It's unreal. Wow. You know, I've watched them roll stuff in and out. It's amazing, it's Rich. Amazing. It's amazing. It really is. Many how, how often they practice it. Yeah, it's it was insane. eight minutes and 45 seconds between cleanup of the first half to get the turf clean and then Usher starting to sing. And then five minutes and 40, 54 seconds between Usher stopping singing and the players out there ready to hmm. practice and warm up for the second half. Pretty cool. It is cool. I do, and 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 then of course the fact that it it looks like that at television at home. I mean, and they created out a whole cloth in just minutes. It's just a, it's amazing to me. So, uh, kudos to them. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Back here on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, Rich in Maryland. You're here on the program. What's up, Rich? Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing, brother? What up? Um. Well. This is the third straight Super Bowl where Kyle Shanahan's taking his foot off the gas pedal. You know, in Atlanta, they were up 28-3. to And then last Super Bowl against the Chiefs, they were up 20-10 to with seven minutes to go. And I thought with the way McCaffrey was running um, early on, I thought they were going to stick with it and just stick the knife in the Chiefs. But, you know, like you guys said earlier in the uh, earlier segments, they let him hang around and – the result is what you see. Well, that was the top um, of the third quarter, though, Rich. I mean, I I, I just got to push back here. The man went for it on fourth and three at the Kansas City 15. Instead of going for the game-tying field goal, he flips it out yeah. to Kittle. And then, you know, then he does run McCaffrey for one yard. And then Purdy throws another dart to Jawan Jennings, who also had a touchdown pass earlier in the game. Talk about a bag of tricks. Uh, I mean... What what more do you want the guy to do? You know, I mean, and and then they miss the extra point. What a crusher! I mean, what a there what were a crusher! Times though, where I I felt that like they were passing on early downs, and they could have ran the football when McCaffrey was getting four to five yards a pop. Mm. Um, you know, and I just felt they just got away doing what they did well. And you know, this is going to be a hot take. I'm about to throw you right now, but Shanahan's under contract for 2026. I don't know if you're in any rush to extend him because, like I said, he's taken his foot off the gas three times in a row. I mean, is he ever going to be able to get you over the hump, over the hump with Bill Belichick on the open market right now? Uh, I I don't I hear you, Rich, and I and I understand your pain or your concern, and I appreciate the call, Rich. I I totally get it. I don't know what the Niners are going to do. I think Jed York loves him. Um, I think obviously John Lynch loves him, um, and and. I'll say the same thing about him, the same thing I say about Tomlin. You know, if he's on the market, he'll be snapped up in five seconds. I don't think the Niners will be um, coached by somebody other than Kyle Shanahan anytime soon. And in the postmortem of, of, of Super Bowl 58, when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, I will just say this. If I had told you going into the weekend that the 49ers were going to lose this game, 
would you have said the reason why would have because Brock Purdy didn't meet the moment? Yeah. If I asked 10 people that, right, or 100 people that, what would be the percentage of people who would say it's because Purdy didn't meet the moment, it was too big for him, and so on and so forth? I don't know, four to five, probably. Four out of five, right? It would be yeah. about 80%. Yeah, somebody would be high. Guess what? He was terrific. He was terrific. T- terrific. He was terrific is strong. Chris, he terrific was is strong. Terrific. He, he, played, he played good enough to win the game, but he not was, quite good enough. Dude, he, dude. he did the exact same thing that... Let me ex- that Garoppolo did. No, he, he had he had Debo for a touchdown and overthrew him. Here's here's what I will say about that. That yes, he was open. Mahomes missed a ton of throws last night too, and the thing is, both defenses were so on point last night. They were hitting, and I, they were not just hitting; they were covering. Yeah. They were covering, and I guarantee you that all twenty-two crews that are out there over the next 24 to 48 hours, we'll be talking about how remarkable the cornerbacks for the Kansas City Chiefs are and how Debo was getting jammed. And Ayuk, Ayuk and Debo had what, like five catches for one yard at, some, at one point combined and in the Debo third dropped quarter? a couple over okay. the middle, And too. so, again, Purdy was thrown into some tight windows, and you have to tip the cap to the Chiefs' defense. Um, Leo Chanel. Knocked the ball loose from McCaffrey when it looked like the Niners were steamrolling towards points to start the game. He also blocked the extra point. Chris Jones, a free-running Chris Jones right up the middle, will 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 force an incomplete pass on any quarterback, including his own. And that's what happened on the third and four in overtime that led to a settling field goal to start overtime that we all know the Chiefs cashed in to win it. Purdy was under duress. Purdy made an incredible throw that got called back due to a hold because he was breaking contained to his left, and he kept the play alive. He threw it to a wide-open Kittle on the opposite side I mean, of the field. That was field. early in the game. He yeah. also yeah. made a stutter step move going to his right, juked out a defender, and check was open and had a Dez caught it moment. Mm-hmm. If you remember, he caught it, yeah. and then – Put the ball out and hit the ground. Hit the ground, and you thought, "Well, that's an incomplete pass." No, because they changed that rule. Yeah. Plus, he was already out of bounds by the time the the ball popped up. Yuschek made a heck of a play, yeah. but so did the quarterback. Yeah. This dude was taking it in the chops. The throw he made to Jennings. The throw he made to Kittle. They put the ball in Purdy's hands on fourth and three. Instead of going for the game tying field goal, they're like, "Purdy, make the throw to Kittle." He did. He did. He's a good player. He, did, he got him exactly where Jimmy G took him. I think that's unfair, but that's an that's your opinion, and and I think a lot of people will share it. I think that's an unfair opinion. I I I just think that the Chiefs' defense is championship quality, and Purdy held more than just his own in his first career Super Bowl start. He came out on point in that first drive. On point. He was comfortable. He looked. By the way. Easily his best game of the playoffs. Yeah. Easily the best game of the playoffs. Yeah. In the Super Bowl. So you've gotta you gotta, you know, tip your cap on that third down. If the Niners had anything back, 
could take anything back. I mean, they could take a lot back. But one was the third down coming out of the two-minute warning at the end of regulation. If they had picked up that first down, the Chiefs had only two timeouts left. They would have burned them. And then the, the, the Niners could have taken it down to about a buck 20. And then there would have been the real play call of Shanahan's life. Like, what do you do on third down after you've caused the Chiefs to burn both of those timeouts? Or do you throw it when you know the Chiefs are going to have to burn timeouts? I mean, that's where they had the Chiefs dead to rights. They were able to play call their way and execute their way into a situation where they come out of the two-minute warning and this thing was theirs. They could have done exactly to the Chiefs what the Chiefs did to the Eagles last year, which is take it down to the nub, and leave them with no time left after a field goal and win the Super Bowl. Now, I understand the Chiefs had the benefit of a defensive penalty to help them out in it, but maybe so could the Niners have had it too. They got a defensive penalty to give them a fresh set of downs in overtime, didn't they? But instead, I mean, you got to tip your cap to Spagnolo. He sends Trent McDuffie wide open at Purdy, and that thing was dead from snap. And the Chiefs now had two timeouts and just a three-point deficit left, and they damn near won it in regulation at the end also. And then there's this. Is it Purdy's fault? This is what's going to really hurt the Niners, and I, I, I get it. This is not Purdy's fault at all. But this one came across my, uh, my desk just uh, moments ago here um, from NFL Network Research. The Chiefs trailed 42 minutes and five seconds in the game. Hmm. The only team that won yeah. the Super Bowl that trailed longer was the uh, Super Bowl 17 Washington team against Miami. They trailed 42 minutes and 57 seconds in that game before winning. The Chiefs in overtime became the first team in Super Bowl history to win after trailing four separate times in the game. Four. The only other team to win a playoff game in which they trailed four more times in the last 10 postseasons was also the Chiefs. You know when that was? This year's playoffs. That's what happens when you have Mahomes, who's now 9-2 and two in games in which he's trailed in the playoffs at least by seven or more points. <laughs> Everyone else, as I've told you last week, is under 500 in their careers in such situations. But the one thing that would kill him, if I had told you, if I had told you, what if I told it, you? What if I told you? Is San Francisco 49 fans, would you have signed for this one? The Chiefs would start Super Bowl 58. Punt, punt, red zone, fumble, punt, field goal. That's your first half possessions. Sign for it, right? Absolutely. Then the second half possessions interception, punt, field goal, punt. You signed for that too, right? Yep. Problem is that second punt was the muff punt. Yep. And once that happened, Chiefs scored a touchdown. They finished up their following possessions. Their five final possessions was punt and then get it back on a muff. Touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Changed the whole game. Right. That's not Purdy's fault. Now, now, no, now, no, hold, well, on well, hold, hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Now, hold on a minute. chances. Hold on a minute. That, that, though, as I keep returning, yeah. as I keep returning, the early part of the third quarter is when you needed to have these, these but first, body blows first and quarter, then, first and then fumble, staggering quarter, hits. Like, they should have been up by so much where the muff punt really wouldn't have mattered. So, uh, is it play calling? Is it is it Purdy? I, I, I would. I, I don't know. I'm not an all twenty two guy. All I know is I'm sitting in the end zone watching this game in person, and I'm like, this this kid is tough, and man, does he make throws. 
Does he make throws? Bottom line is he's better than 30 other quarterbacks in this league today. His season was unreal. But the one. And he did not shrink in that moment last night. He did not. He did not. If I'm a Niners fan, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with him. I would think so. Would you? Look, I'll just point it out. Look, by the way, this and he 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 already has the blame it on me post game approach. This is what he had to say after Super Bowl Fifty Eight. When you have a good offense like the Chiefs do, and and what Mahomes can do, um, you know, for us, it's it's like all right, we have to you know score touchdowns, and um, we had opportunities to do so. I think shot ourselves in the foot with, you know, just penalties and the operations and, and stuff. So um, I got to be better um, in terms of, you know, leading the guys and, and just, you know, I think how I handle things in the huddle and telling them, telling them you know, what to expect, stuff like that. So, um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we had the team, the offense to, to score touchdowns, and I think I failed to put our team in position to do that. I love the kid. I think he's got the stuff. I think he's got the stuff. And at this point in time, though, you just throw them on the other pile of quarterbacks that are seemingly unfortunate to be playing in the time of the Mahomes-Kelsey-Reed era. Mm -hmm. That Burrow was able to pop through once and Brady twice. So I'll ask you this, Chris, and you answer this too, TJ. If you can go get Cousins and just tell Purdy you're now the backup, would you do that? Because Purdy's making backup money. You can do it. Absolutely not. You can go out and tell Cousins, come to San Francisco, let's win a Super Bowl right now. We'll pay you, you know, 40, whatever, 50 million bucks a year, even though that now he now skips the line. You have to take this into account, too. It's not fantasy football. He skips the line on a bunch of people that are waiting to get paid in that locker room who have gone the distance and put it all out there, blood, sweat, and tears for this organization. You'd be telling them, hey, we'll get to you at some point, just not this year because we had to go give Kirk all his money, and Brock Purdy is easily, easily benched because he's. it doesn't break your cap. It's not like you're benching somebody who's making $20 bucks a year. Do you do that? No, I think you got to run it back. Okay, I do too. Yeah, right? I mean, Brock Purdy, I think, is going to be there for the next decade. I, I, I saw that last night, man. I just, I'm like, not for a second, and I thought, wow. The, 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 the guy, the guy who didn't look great in the rain against Green Bay, and the guy who, uh, with the rest of the offense, struggled in the first half against the Lions, and needed to pull it out of his orifice to get to the Super Bowl. He, he's, he just doesn't have it. He, the moment's too big for him. I didn't see that at all, man. Do you think they have Cousins this year instead of Purdy? They win the Super Bowl? No. Like what? So, so Kirk Cousins is in that moment last night, not him. Chris, I don't again. I don't think it was him. Chris, you're a big fan of. I don't think out it was him. Kirk Cousins' flaws in, 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 during prime time I understand, games, but, but Kirk so, hasn't played uh, you know under this Shanahan system. Uh, with, I, I, it's again, still a prime time game, and right? With all these, uh, I do not. I did not look around. at that again. I, I'm not an all twenty two guy. I bet you we'll see more about how good the Chiefs' corners are in the all twenty two community over the next twenty four forty eight hours than Purdy missed it. He missed this throw. He missed that throw. Uh, I, I, 
Man, this I'd play, wager on that. This play in overtime, man. Brandon Ayuk is so wide open, but Chris Jones is Dude, unblocked. Uh, unblocked? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? If the Chiefs could have chosen one guy to be unblocked I mean, on that I, do or die play, they'd have chosen 95. I've watched this play a hundred times in the last few minutes. He's so right. He, That's not 13's that fault. That's not 13's fault. Unless we learn there's like there's some sort of protection he could have called. Maybe, maybe at the line. I mean, Ayuk is uh, just standing in the end zone is. doing jumping jacks. I did say at one point, just to be funny, during the game that Juwan Jennings was the best quarterback on the 49ers team, but I was just... I mean, I, at one point, MVP was literally down to Juwan Jennings Jake, and Harrison Butker. No doubt. And Jake Moody before Juwan Jennings had caught the touchdown pass. Yep. I know. But I was just everything jokes, that we just, just talked about. And by the way, everything that we just talked about over the last first or first hour and 40 minutes... Was in the script? Was it, no, it was not. Of this game, everything we just talked about about this game, this game started zero zero, nothing nothing after one. <laughs> You're right. If you had zero and zero in your boxes, you won the first quarter. By half and, and that's because the offensive player of the year fumbled in the red zone, dude. Like, get what are we talking here. about? At halftime, I was like, is this going to be an all-time stinker of a game? Well, I thought this. I thought Panthers Patriots twenty years ago started zero zero and ended up with six, well, I was telling, sixty points. I was telling Jerry Silverwitz, agents of the stars, who was my who was my plus one last night when it was going to the second quarter. That first, look up the box score. First and third quarters of Super Bowl thirty eight were nothing. Were no points. Second and fourth quarters were, were nuts, points of palooza. Yeah, points of palooza. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Daniel Jeremiah coming up in hour number three. Merrill Hodge had an interesting take on Caleb Williams. And Merrill has uh, been quite the seer when it comes to whether a quarterback will pan out in the NFL. So that'll be part of our conversation with Daniel Jeremiah in hour number three. But we've got your calls and so much more here on the Rich Eisen Show before then. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me... I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, this is 
It's it's not worthy of mentioning on the air, so we'll just oh. move it. No, 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 no. it's it's it's, it's oh. not worth it. I actually, right. every, hey, everybody on note, Roku, you just saw the, the process, the filter. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, people don't care. We'll just do it off here. Oh, okay. Is it about us or something? Uh, or? No, it's not about us. Oh, okay. All right. But the, but you know what the best thing about us is? Because oh, it's about us. It is about us. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So. All right. Um, All right, then. <laughs> that was a weird way to... Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know one thing? Nah, forget it. The hell going on? We would definitely, we would definitely not have a show if Stephane that's the way it went. Yeah, right? Like all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, no, Usually we would just say what we're thinking. Yeah. Would and that then, be a new show on the Roku channel? Nah, make, no. What, nah, forget it. Then we kind of make nah, a dot, 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 forget it. Nah, forget it. Okay. You know the big thing was... Nah, nah, forget Um... Did it? Did you guys? Oh, here's one thing. Oh, here's one thing. We can't talk about. Uh, Steve Mariucci went Oosh. to the Shack thing on Friday night. Oh, oh yeah, the Funhouse. First, Shaq. it says he said it's the first time he's ever been to a club. Oh, in his life. <laughs> Interesting. I think. How many times do you think Mariucci's been to a club? I mean, young Steve. In, no, in the that, Northern Michigan. Yeah, Iron, how many say, clubs in are in Iron in Mountain, Northern Michigan, at the <laughs> Northern Michigan University? And then he starts coaching and having kids. What do you think? He went club. It was first time in his club. So I said to him, how was it? And all he went was like this. <laughs> he, missed, he saw some things, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the shack event. The fun house. Is that what it is? Yeah. Which put, yeah. put the house in fun house? I would think him and Tom Izzo back in the day is young 20 something. What are you talking about, though? How many clubs? Think so. <laughs> a At Vegas nightclub? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Yeah. Is Izzo is and Mooch out there on the dance floor? Definitely not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> back on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, Miko Hardman just tweeted about an hour ago that he still hasn't been to sleep. <laughs> I bet not. Adrenaline still pumping. Let me just say something. <laughs> Let me say something, okay? A lot of folks watching last night's game and seeing Miko Hardman score the game-winning touchdown to end the longest Super Bowl ever. Almost had a double overtime game. And they use the cornhole play, the same play that they use with Sky Moore and Kadarius Corndog. Corn right? Corndog. Corndog yeah, play. Corn yeah, dog. sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Andy Reid, Rich, food related. That's what I played against. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Reid, food related. Keenan, you know Michael what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah Corndog. Yeah, pardon yeah. me. They use the Corndog play. Same thing they use with Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Fourth straight Super Bowl in which a player acquired midseason scored in that Year's Super Bowl for the team that acquired him. It was Kadarius Tony last year. It was Odell Beckham Jr. the year before that. And it was Antonio Brown for yeah. the Bucks the year before that. Yep. And so, you know, there's that. But what I was thinking was, of course, it's the guy the Jets coughed up. The Jets <laughs> had him because yep. he was going to be the guy who was going to be corndogging for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> Right? That was all part of the plan. Rodgers would get his guys from Green Bay, and we'd get a guy from a Super Bowl winner. Right? That's who we'd get. And he would be corndogging, and he would be running, and he would be catching, and he'd be Miko Hardman. And then he turned out to be as useless as Dalvin Cook. Oof, that's, yep. That's true. Yep. 
Yep, just keep throwing him on a log of people who were previously great or subsequently great who turned out to be totally useless with the Jets. Favre was kind of like that. When it all came down to it with him. Well, Favre was like 8-3 and three Dude, or something. Dude, please, please. Everything that was going on there, too. Whatever. Just leave it. Mm. All right? It, it, was just a way, it was just a transfer portal to the Vikings. He, he he wanted his pound of flesh on the on the on the Packers, and he knew he wasn't getting it with the Jets. He knew he just had to get out before he could get back. True. At Green Bay, Tim Tebow. Let's not forget him. Remember oh, Tebow time? Hey, let's get him on the Jets. The hell. But Miko Hardman, of course, Jets couldn't use him, and the Chiefs. Turn that straw into gold. Well, Miko predicted uh, it, remember? Uh, whatever. And he also fumbled through, through the end zone and all that. Oh, yeah, right. He predicted with the Haas, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. He said we'd, we'd beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. He just yeah. meant the Chiefs, not he the He meant Jets. the Chiefs. Right. Hey, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. That's what I thought. No of course problem. it's Hardman. No problem. I tweeted that out. Of course it's Hardman. It had nothing to do with that he's a former chief and it's Hardman. No, no it had to be with the Jets coughed him up. He was useless there. You take him, Kansas City. Oh, yeah. We'll end the season and go back to back. And he had that 50-yard bomb catch that set up right before Pacheco's fumble. Thank you. Anyway, sorry. So uh, when Hardman scored, we were almost having uh, a second halftime. We were close. <laughs> so close. So close to uh, uh, a uh, an overtime, second <laughs> overtime. So I guess, well, maybe it would have to go if it have to go to a third overtime for there to be a second halftime. Right. Yeah, because the Chiefs would have had to settle for a field goal there. Right. And then you know maybe we come down and trade punts and then no score in the second OT. And then now let me ask going. you this question: You know how when you you go to a concert and you cheer and. They leave, and then they come back and do an encore. Right. As a matter of fact, when Susie and I saw you two in the Sphere on Wednesday night, Bono apologized for doing what he said was uh, – I guess, he didn't call it typical. What did he call it? He just the, – the, uh, the fake construct of – Making you cheer for another song when we know we're going to play yeah, one anyway. Gonna, yeah, there's going to be an apology, encore He actually apologized for that. So the question is, like, would they have brought Usher back out? They had to have. They would have had to have done a halftime, right? They wouldn't have just kept playing. They would have had to give these guys no, a break. No, I think they'd have to keep playing. Oh, really? They, they played playing. four consecutive quarters without a break? Keep playing. They would have had know. to have done some sort of, like, 12-minute yeah, like, break. Because it's not like we're cutting down the quarter time, right? You were but still did, playing. It was did still Usher leave? Did he, did he leave? No, I don't think no, so. No, Usher's hanging in a box somewhere. Now, yeah. Could they have busted the roller skates out for one more time? That part was to, cool. Uh, I hear you. Well, I think maybe they had a list set up. Like, Jay-Z was there. there. They may have brought pulled him out. You know, they could By the way, there, there were, were a a tons. Inter- like, you had Taylor Swift, Lizzo, Ariana Grande, Bieber, Yep. He was there. Um, Paul McCartney, you said, right? You Blake said, Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Right. Reba McIntyre was still there. Lady Gaga. Right? There's McCartney. So many, yeah, McCartney. You're in like choice. a Wheel of the World situation, Mike. They could have just gotten right right yeah, That's exactly. That's what they do. The making of We Are the World Part 2 is. Just start I mean, playing. You I gotta, mean, anything could You got to say, hey, man. we got to pitch in so these guys get some rest. And we know Taylor Swift had a few drinks in her, so she could really let it rip. And they were like, anytime they showed her and they. 
rarely showed her, but the couple times. No, they didn't really uh, show her. No, they showed her. Not a fan. In the stadium. In the stadium, Niner fans were like booing. Of course they're booing. She's a Chiefs fan. Why wouldn't you She's the enemy. But as soon as she, one, the first time they showed her, as soon as she was on camera, she just grabbed the beer and she shotgunned it. Which apparently now on Twitter, she's a horrible role model. Oh, good Lord. A 34-year-old woman. Whatever. But would they? Is that a thing? Really? So would the NFL, oh, would just, the NFL just gone around and say, no. we, we need you? Or just yeah. like, ah, hey, you want to do it? You might way, do it? You might comedians? Yeah. Sebastian <laughs> Maniscalco plays the sold out stadium. Right. He was there. They could have done it. Kimmel? You know, after, after the Kimmel third. Was carrot top. After the third halftime. He was there? WWE had a bunch of people there with their Bailey and yeah. Mercedes Monet. Yeah, get a ring. Sasha Banks down there. Yeah, they can have a couple tables. Ray Mysterio can referee. Next year in New Orleans, contingency plan. Right. Let's do it. Lights could go out there. A second halftime show. Know. A second halftime. Second, second halftime, halftime show. show. I better you see. You got to no, prepare. I better see no limit. No, you see that was it Cascade or Tiesto that was in the end zone? No limit. In I think Method Man Cootie was in Vegas too. Of course. Well, the Woo's everywhere, right? Well, you know, well, the Woo had a two-day residency. Yeah, the yeah. Woo has residency. I'm the going next month. The ninth and Staten Island in Vegas. So you Staten Islanders are everywhere, right? So Rich, I, well, I had a longer residency in Vegas than them. Three days. <laughs> well, to start with, yeah, but they're going to continue for oh, the time. Oh, I gotcha. at yeah. your bowl. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's how it could have started. TJ, exactly. That could have started <laughs> half the second <laughs> halftime show. Contingency <laughs> halftime show. We had Good gold, fantasy. Jerry. That's gold. my man yeah, we'd right kick, there. We'd kick Apple right out. It would be the Rich Eisen Show Presents. Oh, yeah. I, oh, we're in. <laughs> I don't know if we could afford it. Say, you want to pass pay? the hat around? How much are we paying for that? We got to pray for overtime now in the Super Bowl. Apple. I love it. So, uh, seriously, who would you have wanted to hear from? Oh, Ariana Grande. Because she what? needs to do it. That is the most Mike, why do I not see Everybody we just said. Because Grande. I've seen Lady Gaga do it. I've seen McCartney do it. I've seen Beyonce do it. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen Taylor Swift do it. How She's, are you not going Taylor Swift? No. Yeah, she has to have the well, real Rich, one. We're the she only can't ones be the that didn't second. see her in concert. Last I know that. Yeah, yeah so. she's got to be the second. World she's got to be the main halftime. Ariana Grande would be perfect for that. No, like, I want Jay-Z follow. and Beyonce. What are you, crazy? No, I already saw them. When did when? you see them? Did Beyonce you see them? already did it. Jay-Z did not. Well, Jay-Z, yeah, he was like after exactly. the fact. Ariana like, Grande out of everybody. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I know she Seven is. Seven baby. Come on. Big, big. There's no way big you're driving down Grande. the street on Lizzo. PGH. Totally. Come on, Lizzo. Like Ariana Grande. Nah, now Lizzo would have two other, too many other people like with her. She's actually what used. Do you mean? The, Usher brought used, out like four different people. Yeah, because half of his songs have them. Lizzo used Minnesota Vikings in one of her songs. <laughs> That's true. The lyric. Well, if they were in the Super Bowl, then most definitely they, she would have came out. <laughs> You know. I don't, I'm just. I, I'm, you, I want the wrestling match. I'm, That's I, I look for performance. I'm staggered because I'm going to be honest. With you, that, I wasn't impressed punch. last night, and I've seen a lot of them live in the rehearsals. Mikey he was ru- good. Mikey just was. I didn't was, ruin it. It he, wasn't. It just didn't. I wasn't. I was not. It's not in my top ten. Well, I, I thought the halftime show was kind of like the game. It started really slow and then finished awesome. Yeah, it was like <sighs> a Vegas show. Got all be, like and like the, the Niners the defense, defense, it's got to be. They were on roller skates money. at the end. Exactly. That wasn't money. You had to like roller skates, Mike. Yeah, well, eight wheels, no brakes. Ah. <laughs> 